0: Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about Street Epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Despite numerous attempts, I was unsuccessful in adequately exploring the method my interlocutor used to determine that her belief in karma was true. Rather than shelving the talk, I decided to upload it for training and to obtain suggestions on how to improve for next time. I've added an on-screen counter to keep track of the number of times I attempted to examine the how of her belief formation process. Skip to the five minute mark if you want to get right to the discussion. Hello, how are you doing? Good. good. do you have time for a short, like four minute interview?
1: Interview? I'm um, short.
0: Sure. Let me tell you what I'm doing and you can decide if you want to participate. Okay. Um, I'm attempting this thing called street epistemology. I'm not sure if you've heard of it or not. Okay. It's a way of engaging in a dialogue where you figure out how a person concluded that what they think is true is really true. So like you think karma is real okay. or you have a lucky rabbit's foot to kind of protect you or something or you pray to a higher power you think everything happens for a reason or some, something like that some sort of claim that is sort of fundamental to who you are and you're you have a high degree of confidence that it's really true.
1: Okay.
0: Do you want to do a short little like interview on that? Um, is there is there a particular belief that
1: I think that, karma would work. I definitely believe in karma.
0: Okay. I would love um. to explore karma. Can I... Can, do you want to do like a short little... F- are you taking photographs or
1: something? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna record a video see. That's a cool camera.
0: It, it is. I actually have a second one that I want to put on me if, we, if you want to do an interview. Oh,
1: really? Mm-hmm. I mean...
0: Can we move in the shade though?
1: Yeah.
0: Like maybe like right... Well, there's not much shade here. Yeah, is this... it
1: be like really in depth?
0: It, we go as deep as you want to go.
1: Okay, so like what are the questions regarding?
0: I want to ask you questions to figure out how you determine that it's real.
1: Karma?
0: Yeah. Okay. Are you okay if I if I record this? Yeah, sure. At the end of the talk, if you're not cool with it, let me know and I won't use the footage. I
1: just don't know how well I'm going to, like...
0: People usually get a little worried about that, like...
1: Perform and, for
0: you. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, like, just be yourself. Okay. And if you don't know the answer to something, there's nothing wrong with saying, I don't know. There's like a spider web right here. Um, Frankly, it's kind of refreshing when somebody says, well, you know, I've never thought about that, or I'm not I'm not sure, or yeah. I don't know. That's okay, it's okay. It's it's permissible in this situation to do that if you want. Okay. Uh, what is your first name? Emily. I'm Anthony.
1: Nice to meet you. It's very
0: nice to meet you too. I just talked to an Emily here before, not too long ago. Oh. I'm kind of expecting her to be walking by any minute. Okay, you said you're okay if I record it? Yes. I have a second camera that I want to put on me. I'm not quite sure how I'm gonna position this though. I think I'll just go like this.
1: Uh, is that magnet is the magnet.
0: Yeah, I threw a magnet on it.
1: Amazing.
0: Yeah, it's really kind of neat. Uh, it kind of keeps it out of the sun usually, uh-huh. and it gives me a second camera angle to jump to. That is so neat. Yeah, cool. so I can kind of like bounce back and back and forth between between um, camera shots. Oh, can you tell me a little bit about what you're doing? Like, what are you what are you planning to film?
1: Well, I sing. So I was gonna do some no kidding. covers. Yeah, just do like a couple covers really quick in there. <laughs>
0: that's really neat. Yeah. Do you do you get um, nervous about singing or performing ah, in front performing. of crowds? Performing,
1: performing for sure. But yeah. nerves are good, from what I was taught. Um, hmm. Like if you don't get nervous, that's how you know your heart's not really in it. But huh, yeah. you're supposed to get those like. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. Why you know? is that?
0: Because it's important to you, or yeah, or something? I think it is.
1: Um, hmm. Especially if it's like, like it's like a gift, so it weighs heavy. You know, you want to be able to like project that, and you mm. want to be able to give them exactly what you you want to relate. You know, mm-hmm. like it's hard to. It's there's there's like a fine line between breaking that wall, and that's where those nerves come in. Like
0: okay, wow.
1: It's very hard. I'm still trying to understand it. Every time I go up there, it's it takes between like. I and mean, you could go like a minute to like five minutes, but mm. to like soak
0: the atmosphere first. Not to make this about me, mm. but when I do these interviews, usually the first one doesn't go very smoothly and like I've been here for about four, three or four hours. And if for some reason, the longer I'm here, the more comfortable, the more comfortable I am. Yeah. Like it's, it's more comfortable to approach people and explain what I'm doing and, and that type of thing. So I think I can kind of relate to that a little bit. Yeah. It's perfect, right? Are you recording a video of yourself singing? Mm-hmm. That's what you do?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Why did you choose a spot?
1: Uh, I love this trail. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to run it all the time. This is my first time back since I've been... I just got back from Japan, so... Performing? Um, I did, like, some studio time there and then... Yeah. yeah
0: the wow. Okay. Here's That's sure. really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I guess I'm more. I'm kind of more interested in like what you're doing with your career. But let's maybe, can we just shift back to this karma thing? <laughs>
1: yes, karma. Karma to me is like, you know, what you put out into the world or the the atmosphere. The that's the energy you get back.
0: hmm What you put out, you get back.
1: Right. Okay. So like, if you put out good energy, you'll get good energy. If you put out bad energy, you'll grab bad energy and. That is, like, if you do believe in a higher power, like, you give it to your mm. God, too. It's like, I'm doing good in life, so I know that I'm going to continue to be blessed and live in favor, and, okay. you know what I'm saying? Or if you're doing bad, it's mm. like, I know I'm going to get hit with another trial, another tribulation. <laughs> and
0: okay. Is the belief in karma dependent on the belief in a God? or? No.
1: I. Th- it could be, that's what I'm saying, energies-wise, too, vibrations. Like, mm-hmm. whatever higher power that you believe in, I feel like karma is just such a... not even an earthly thing. It's, like, just... I don't know. It's just, like, experience. I think that's what it is, too. It's, like, oh. those outcomes are those... That, that's what karma is labeled as, like, you know?
0: Okay. Uh, let me try to repeat back what I think you're saying, is that karma is good energy or bad energy. It's what you put out.
1: Right.
0: And then if you put out good energy, you get good energy back?
1: hmm Or, or good karma back, you know? Mm. But if you really bad karma or you do something that you know is not okay to your morals or anybody else's like you know when something bites you in the butt that's karma
0: okay can I get a sense of how sure you are that this is really functioning in the way that you think that it is like from 0 to 100 100% there's no doubt in my mind I have complete confidence that this is true Mm -hmm. that karma functions this way 0% would be all I have is questions. I have doubt. I don't think karma is working at all. Yeah. Where, where would you be, honestly, like on a scale from zero to 100?
1: I think zero to 100, mm-hmm. because of my experiences and mm-hmm. my testimony, I would go to 100. <laughs> like, that's what I label every time mm. I know something that I've done wrong is like what I receive, and then your future is karma, like okay. generational curses and, and stuff
0: generational curses Mm -hmm. what is that
1: like like your father like i don't know for me it's like it's kind of bad but my dad always wanted to be a singer too and like he was he performed and he just never caught that break and like never you know so like the little things in his life that held him from that Mm. his purpose or meeting that requirement of his gift like that's a generational curse when you when you choose not to fight through it or like continue to pursue it and you give up or you you misuse your gift or you mm. know what I'm saying? You just like neglect what you've been given and Okay. What you need to give to the universe or these the people to change for the better. Mm. Um, so when you do that it's like A generational curse is like you get the same for me, it would be like I get the same urge and I I have the same purpose and I need to fulfill what was broken at that moment in that time. Like I need to continue on my path so that that generational curse of not meeting that requirement for our family and our purpose here on this earth.
0: Seems like a lot of pressure to put on one's own self. In hindsight, I wish we pursued this concept a bit more. And if she felt any anxiety because of it, okay,
1: you know what I'm saying. Is it
0: separate from karma, um, or is it tied in with it?
1: I would say, I would say it is in moments like because hmm. I feel like other people's karma can play on our karma too. I mean, I see it in that sense. Like you know, uh, he was this type of person with his gift, and that's really generational. Chris comes in and the karma comes back and it's like, hmm. I'm still battling with the negative energies that you released or the positive energies that you released. I still okay. carry that and, you know, I still have to outlive that and, feel hmm. like, and try to break those chains.
0: Okay. You mentioned that karma is energy, like uh, it's a good energy. What do you mean by that? Like um, when you say, oh, that was good energy, what specifically are you talking about?
1: Just like good things that happen to you or... Well, good energy to me is like whatever I release, it has to be positive, whether it's, you know, speaking life into somebody else or singing a song that that person needed to hear at that moment or just giving back to what was given to us, you know, and Mm. making it better in any little part of this world. Just doing good and being good inside. I think that's just releasing good energy and good karma. You know what I'm saying? Just making a change in any little positive way like whether it's picking up a piece of trash or helping somebody on the side of the road or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know just those are good energies that those
0: are having. good examples yeah okay so yeah if you pick up some trash or you help somebody on the side of the road mm-hmm. how are you deciding what to label it how are you deciding to label it as karma i think you said that's what i label it as
1: like good karma yeah, yeah. so
0: like let's say you pick up some trash and then something it's good. like a
1: good deed for the day. A good, good, I did a good deed. Like it's good karma. Like uh-huh. when I when I wake up tomorrow, I know that, like I can feel better about what happened yesterday because it'll come back. Like everything will come back. I'm not expecting it, but if you give out uh-huh. again, I feel like you live in a in a higher and a more
0: hmm.
1: positive way. Or.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there an entity who's observing your actions to make sure that you're being rewarded later
1: um, or punished
0: later? Or are these humans who are... could
1: take that away completely and like... I mean, for me, it'd be my God, but you know, for anybody, whatever higher power, power or just like your own individual morals, like as a human on this earth, you know, being in this little society that you are, whether it's a little town or a big city, like you just living in this earth just wanting to do better and just wanting to do good and having that, I think, just it doesn't have to be with anybody else's expectations of what you should do or whether you should pick up that challenge mm. like morally, you know? Well,
0: what I'm what I'm trying to get is, I'm trying to understand is how are you concluding that when you experience something good,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that it was because you, it was, a, it was sort of a reward for doing something good prior? Um, you know what I mean? Like...
1: Yeah, so, like, I just received a bonus. Well, I think that was from all of the good things deeds that I did back right. then. Right. So, I, I mean, you could relate it to, like, your workplace or your work, you know what I'm saying, your work environment. Oh, I mm. I did this and this hours and stayed extra time and, and helped this person personally, like, in their day-to-day life. And now I'm being rewarded for this cause. Like, that could be a good karma in that area. It doesn't have to be yeah. so specific, but it could be broader, like... You know, just because I picked up that piece of trash, I can mm-hmm. come to the park the next day and like be free and not be able to worry. And like, I know I helped somebody else throughout the day too. Okay. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I feel like any hmm. any type of situation that is like a a greater situation that you were rewarded with. Like, yeah. oh, I woke up this morning and I feel really good today. I feel like, yeah, it could be the karma because all of the hours and time you spent, you know, sacrificing whatever you
0: did. Yeah. Hello. Just being
1: able to have that little bit of joy. Okay. I think so.
0: Okay. I see. I see. Oh, I don't want to hold you up too long. Oh um, no. Worries. But if if you can can you just all oh, me like one more question maybe. Yeah. What what I'm trying to understand is um, and I think I understand like if you do something good, you will experience something good later. Mm-hmm. And then you're drawing the connection and you're saying, "Oh, that was because I did something good the other day." how can you be 100% sure?
1: Like, that specific?
0: Um, Let me just repeat the question. How can you be 100% sure that it's karma that's making this happen and that it's just not a good event that just happened to you? I
1: don't know. I think I... I don't necessarily, like take little specific things and say, oh, this is why that happened. But I just feel like as a whole, if you are putting out positivity and like that whole process is just to me is karma. You Mm -hmm, know what I'm saying? mm -hmm. Like I don't want to be so specific to say, oh, because I did this like.
0: Yeah, yeah. I understand like it's not tit for tat, but it's more like if if I'm generally a good person, I I should be able to expect good things to happen because because karma's gonna intervene and make sure. What I'm trying to figure out is, how did you determine that it's really working that way?
1: Um, when I am rewarded and I, I know that I've been giving nothing but good. Uh huh. I think it's just when you do.
0: I'm sure, you're, I'm sure you're a great person and you do good things and you pick up trash and help people on the side of the road. And you maybe even experience good things later.
1: <laughs> how can you label that karma is what you're saying?
0: How can I leave it at karma? Label it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How could you be 100% sure that it's karma and it's just not a good thing that just happened to you?
1: I don't know. That's, that's my perspective of it. I think that's just, I don't know what I learned and what, I, what fed me at that moment. i That's mm-hmm. what I live by, I feel.
0: Who fed it to you?
1: I can't even say, like, it was a specific person maybe reading, like, a several series of books and, like, just watching other testimonies and like, Mm. just seeing it in other people and other things and actually experiencing it and, you know what I'm saying?
0: I think so. You heard about this concept of karma and then you believe it Mm. and then you experience good things and then you tie it back to the good thing that you did prior, maybe.
1: Well, you you live it, like, something that you live, yeah.
0: Right, right. So
1: I chose to practice it, you
0: Mm -hmm. know? If it wasn't karma, mm-hmm. and it was something else,
1: labeled something else, just a name, um, or
0: the whole
1: action of it, the whole—that's
0: well, a good question.
1: Because um, I feel like whatever that is, and if it was called something else in the past, I, I still believe it that that Yeah. Is what
0: that is. Well, I'm wondering, what if a person decided to just label this as a coincidence, mm-hmm. and they don't label this karma?
1: Well, then I would just. <laughs> create positive coincidences. Okay. Into the world. It's not so that so way those positive coincidences will come back.
0: Okay. Okay. You're you're comfortable labeling it anything?
1: Being aware of of that and yeah. practicing it and living it and understanding it. Just the whole process of mm-hmm. giving and being able to receive or giving back, I don't know, I feel it more when it when it comes to things that are negative. Like, if I know that I've done something in the past that is not going to help me to get where I need to go, or mm-hmm. it's not going to push me within, you know, my purpose, or it's just not healing to the, the world or other people, then whatever comes back and it's negative, it's like, well, like, that. there's, there's what happened. Like, that's mm. this is maybe the cause of this, you know?
0: Okay. Maybe the cause of it. Mm-hmm. Are you not 100% sure that it is the cause of it?
1: I would say yes. That's my belief.
0: You are 100% sure? I am 100% sure. Like I think, Hmm.
1: again, whatever you put out is going to come back and that's what I label karma. Yeah. Or whatever you'd like to label it. But I believe in that, that practice. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hmm.
0: Okay, cool. (laughs) Do you want to sing something? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to put you on the spot. Um You don't have to. If you don't okay. want to. <laughs> like, ah. What kind of what kind of music do you sing?
1: Um a little bit of everything. Like Yeah? Yeah, I I did like a little bit of country and R and B and some pop music and Oh wow. All over. I used to do opera and
0: like Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's cool. This is a magnet, it has street epistemology on it. Okay. So if you want to see what I'm up to Awesome. If you just Google that or search that, and there's my card. If is you want, is it like
1: a podcast? Or like you have
0: like a... I, I do video. upload. I have upload some videos to YouTube. I have a channel. Uh, sometimes I just do the audio only to okay. a podcast version. Okay. Uh, this one I don't. I don't think I'll. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> so sometimes I upload them. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. Uh.
1: So is it something that you want to like believe in? Are, is it
0: like, you ask questions because like- I'm gonna switch on my camera. Oh, go ahead. I'm still recording. Oh. oh I like mean, yeah, I still it, got that one recording. Is
1: it something that like, you want to believe in? Like, you, you do this because you want to learn more or like, you're curious?
0: That's a great question. Okay, um, what's, are you asking specifically about karma?
1: No, you. I mean, this in the whole, like- the Why am I doing this? Again, yes. Yeah. So State your purpose,
0: state I'm your purpose my Anthony. My purpose is really to—I may have said this at the start. Let me just hold on a second, I'm sorry. You know, I think I had plenty of battery. It just—my camera is just overheating Heat like crazy in oh, here. It's, crazy. its nuts. Okay, so what I'm—what I'm hoping to do is by engaging in people in conversation is to—is to challenge in a respectful manner Mm -hmm. how you're determining that this stuff is really true, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that there really is some sort of cosmic justice going on, in the case of karma, for example. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Because um, what I'm hoping to do is like, if if a person discovers through the course of these conversations that they have a belief, they really think it's true, and yet, they have no way of knowing for sure that it's true, or they have no way of just d- differentiating it in any way from coincidence, mm-hmm. that maybe they'll take a second look at the belief.
1: Okay.
0: You know, yes, it might be an uncomfortable adjustment,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but what I tend to find is that many, many people want to believe things that are actually true. Right. Even though it might be an uncomfortable thing, that's my cherished belief. It makes me, It makes me feel good to think that I'm gonna be rewarded for the good things that I do and punished for the bad things that I do. And I'm actually a better person because of it. However, it's not really working maybe in that way that I thought that it is, or how how can I tell for sure that it really does work that way? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What what I'm finding is that a lot of people can figure out other ways to maintain being a good person, for example, and and, Mm -hmm. hello there. Uh, Picking up trash and helping people on the side of the road Without having to Label it Mm -hmm. Something that we don't know for sure that it's really true Does that make sense?
1: Yes, so you're saying So like basically what you're taught like are you sure that's the right thing that you're
0: taught like not the right thing to per se But like
1: is it true?
0: Is it true? Yes. You're living by. Like, so. if I was taught about karma, mm-hmm. and I really went through my life believing that I'm being punished for um, not picking up trash and not helping people on the side of the road, or being rewarded for doing so, if I were to discover that this wasn't true, that there's nobody really observing this, mm-hmm. I still think that I, I would be good per, a good person. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. I don't think it would change. You my- believe if. I don't think if it would you change do my belief. So, so
1: what you're saying is like if you do bad and something bad happens, you're like, well that was not karma because I don't believe in that karma, but I'm not going to label that like this this what happened to me as karma.
0: Let me put it of this of way. The past. Yeah, I wouldn't label so, it.
1: What would you say it was?
0: Let me let me just put it this way. I don't think I would label it karma mm-hmm. until I had a good reason to do so. Okay. If I, if I had a, a high degree of confidence that that really was karma making it happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, it might be easy for me to say, well, oh, that was karma. You know, I went out to my car and I have a flat tire. Well, that was because I cut somebody off earlier today. Was it really?
1: Maybe because, like, you took too long to put air in the tire or you didn't rotate it, like, yeah. you should have rota- rotated. Right, right. It would still be your karma because, like, you're still letting things, like, not be mm-hmm. positive or like not help you towards that goal. Or, it doesn't have to be such, like, um, I just think it's so broad. I think so.
0: It seems like you're defining karma as intentional payback, whether it's good or bad. And well, what I- what a
1: practice, it's like, again, whatever you do or give back, not, not intentional payback, but like, stuff that you know you could've caused, I mean, like prevented and you knew like, yeah. mentally, oh, I didn't do this, and I failed mm-hmm. to
0: do this, like. Here's the dilemma that I would find no, myself in. If, if I were to go back out to my car, and there's a flat tire,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and let's say that I did cut somebody off earlier today, I didn't, but let's just say that I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe the thought would cross my mind, oh, is this flat tire because I cut that person off, or did I just happen to get a flat tire because I ran over a piece of glass?
1: I ran over a piece of glass.
0: I, maybe I just didn't see it in the parking lot. Are, are you... It
1: happened to you, <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: Why are you drawing the connection between the piece of glass being run over and tying it to the previous action?
1: I think it's just because, like... I don't know, you... It's just something that I, I... You live by, like, daily is how I define what's happening, or, like, trying to process what's actually happening.
0: Yeah. You are know? you, okay. events. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm fascinated with is, is why a person would process it in that way if they have no way for sure to tell that this is the case. Mm. Or do you? Do you have a way to know for sure that this is really?
1: I just feel like what, again, what you put out, like the energies Mm -hmm. is what you get back. Like, it doesn't have to be a specific situation but just whatever you put out is what you will
0: see. Could a person be good and put out good energies mm-hmm. and 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 just have a really shitty life and get flat it tires could, all the it time? It
1: could. It's about, like, breaking those generational curses again and stuff that was, like, your your crosses to bear. And, you
0: know? Okay. Okay. Hmm. okay. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you very much.
1: Of course.
0: I hope you're, uh, Your videos go good. I
1: know.
0: How deep in the trails do you go? There's
1: like a one specific part that, um, like where the bars are. I don't know how how far On the main loop? Yeah, where the bars are. And like, I just go around the tree and Uh set up there. Cool. Nice spot.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Do you get like good, um, acoustics there or something or? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Would you care for some water before you go?
1: Oh, please. Thank you. Sure.
0: I think this one is unopened, yeah.
1: Thank you so much.
0: You're very welcome, thank you. If you have any questions for me, hit me up an email or if you see me out here again, we can chat some more. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you now. I'm not sure where I dropped the ball on that. I didn't seem to get through there, and I'm not sure, I'm not sure where the disconnect was. Perhaps I didn't do a good enough job of, of exploring her methodology. This almost smacks of a relativistic kind of belief. She's. I think she was saying that this is what I label it as, and therefore I'm justified in concluding that that's what it is. If I want, if somebody wanted to label it something else, they could do that, and they would be just as justified. I'm thinking now that I probably should have should have investigated this potentially relativistic view. That may have been the roadblock that was preventing us from moving forward. What I think she was saying is that I'm justified in calling this karma because. It's what I want to call it. She didn't seem to be making the leap to how did she determine that this is really true. And I think I asked that question five times, maybe 10 times, but there was something missing there. I'm not not sure what it was. Normally my talks about karma are really straightforward. We can zip right through it. I'm not sure what happened here. I'm really not sure. I might just upload this video, even though I wouldn't call this a success. It might be helpful to have a few, a few different sets of eyes on it to give me some pointers as far as what could have been done differently to help break through. So please leave your feedback in the comments section below. Thanks so much. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Boghossian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.